Welcome to episode 10 of Caravan Conversations. Amidst a fitness industry that has quite literally become a pissing contest of us versus them, not all leaders are fighting for supremacy, instead choosing to earn respect from inside their own walls and teaching the truth about human movement to those willing to listen. And as you may already have seen, the zoo methodology is spreading like a virus through a community near you. And this isn't some half-cocked attempt to simply make a few bucks, as this unique method of movement is blowing the minds of people from all walks and with varying movement capabilities. Zoo is adding an element of fun, mobility, conditioning, human contact and personal challenge to the current training regimes of many lifters, crossfitters, sports-specific athletes, the armed forces and average people just like you and I. And my prediction is that the energy behind the brand won't be stopping anytime soon as Zoo continues to put people first and unite rather than divide its followers. I don't get excited about new movements very often, but two months of training at their Gold Coast-based HQ facility certainly had me screaming for more. And as Michelle and I travel this country full-time to bring you guys these stories, you can rest assured that Zoo features predominantly within our workouts, both in and out of the gym. You are listening to Caravan Conversations with Shannon Brenton. If this is your first time listening, then thanks for coming. Caravan Conversations is proudly produced by PSE Supplements and explores general health, nutrition and lifestyle with one of Australia's most experienced clinicians. Now, let's get into the show. And we're recording. So welcome everyone to another episode of Caravan Conversations. I'm Shannon Brenton, your host and owner of PSE Supplements. And today I'm here with a couple of lads, a couple of mates who uh, I've had some uh, exciting times with in the last couple of days. Everything from uh, audio equipment breakdowns to uh, brutal training sessions that fortunately I wasn't involved with. But today we're here to talk all things Zoo, uh, which is a very exciting, wouldn't say new, but new to many training system. And, and really for me, what pumps me about Zoo is it's more a, a training philosophy of type. So I'd like to welcome today um, two of the original guys um, that have been involved in Zoo for a very, very long time and certainly a couple of the prime ambassadors and head trainers up here in Burley on the Gold Coast of Queensland um, head coaches that love their job and are pumped in every aspect of it. So I'd like to work, uh, welcome Dirk and Luke. How's it going, Shannon? Yeah, that's right, mate. It's your turn to, to talk. Here. Very nice. Can't shut these boys up the rest of the time. The minute, minute we get rolling, they start to freeze on me. So yesterday, boys, uh, you invited me to um, one of your classes, and uh, fortunately for me, uh, my shoulders rendered me physically useless, so I couldn't do that class, which about uh, one minute and 55 seconds into it, I was pretty pleased about. Yeah. But uh, you ran that class, Luke, which, was, which was an awesome thing to witness, and, uh, and Dirk is just a madman, and you know, digs holes and plums homes and things during the week and then does zoo every other moment of the day. Yeah. So um, I was, you know, for people that, that haven't witnessed a zoo session before, I'd just like to give my uh, interpretation, sure. if we can, firstly, because cool. I got out of bed at half past four. Now, I don't do that for anyone, okay? So <laughs> yeah. if, I, if I wasn't eager to tell this story, I wouldn't be here. But <laughs> I got to bed at half past four and it was a shit cold morning, a real cold morning. You know, I think we were you know, nine degrees yeah. or something. It was just cold yeah. for Queensland, right? And I wore shorts and I wasn't exercising, so I wasn't very clever. But I got down there and first, firstly, there was like a 40-plus person strong class at 5 a.m., yep. which I think is testament to the system, number one. Yep. But there was a really nice blend of people, guys. You know, mm. there was, you know, there was a 69-year-old woman there who's yep. one of your champions that just, you know, smashes it every week. You had, like, fit bodies. You had not-so-fit bodies or what I would refer to as an evolving body. You know, yeah, there cool. was guys, there was girls, you know, and uh, one of the photos... Yeah, that's, that's the thing. It's almost like, fuck Christ, just bring the kids yeah. to the zoo, you know? It was this really nice, invigorating, inspiring, uniting experience, you know? And... Yeah. um I'm the bloke up the back eating yogurt and, and, and granola, you know, but it was, it was really nice to see, you know, and um, for a 5am class, um, everyone was connected, everyone was into it, and I learnt very quickly how significant culture is to zoo, right? Yeah. Um, and 
in that, I guess it's more than movement. Someone, you know, you can probably lead Luke because you've been here the longest, right? Sure. And you're, you know, very connected with uh, Nathan, the owner and creator yes. of Zoo. Tell us a bit about where it came from and, um, and and a little bit about what it is and what it stands for. Yeah, sure. Um, so I've been involved now with the zoo for six years, um, maybe a little bit more. Yep. Um, and basically to to tell Nathan's story um, and how he sort of explained everything to us and, and how zoos evolved and, and how it came about and how he uh, tells it inside courses and stuff like that. Um, <clears throat> how he tells it, his story is basically... Uh, himself and his younger brother and the story basically goes as a rivalry between between brothers so back in the day when Nathan was uh, sort of into uh, weights weightlifting powerlifting his brother was his younger brother was into uh, uh, gymnastics um, so whenever those two sort of got together and did a workout um, Nathan always wonder how his younger brother was sort of not that much stronger than him but could sort of hold his own inside the gym, you know. Yeah. Uh, and then whenever Nathan went into his his realm or his world, um, it, Nathan would use the word, word vulnerable. So whenever his body was in certain positions or certain movements that he didn't know or didn't understand, um, he knew that uh, something had to change with his training. So basically, uh, pretty much as Nathan says, after about nine months of him sort of studying human movement, uh, body weight movement from from all walks and, and, and all styles of movement. Uh, Nath sort of put together this this program of what he calls Zoo, uh, based on high intense interval training. Yep. Um, and, and the use of primal pattern movements, which is uh, basically where the name sort of stems from, Zoo. Uh, and you know, it's 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 evolved into this. Uh, it's evolved into this program where it's, it's it caters for everyone. We don't we don't. Uh, exclude anyone from 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 our sessions. We're very much inclusive. Um, you know, we we believe in the system. We believe uh, in, in the training modality that Nathan has developed. Um, but I think uh, what what brings people back to to Zoo um, is what I think what you just touched on was out was the culture of Zoo. Um, you know, and just bringing together that that unity and that um, uh, that fact that you know we never leave anyone sort of out on their own we're, we're just a you know we're bonded together basically and that we get that from the the, the very first session that someone will do uh, being an outsider yeah. that has never done zoo before we've never seen zoo or never really heard about it before and they've you know had word of mouth to come down and try a session with us and you know it's all new and it's all different and you know, there's people running around high-fiving each other and, you know, when that sort of starts off, it can be a bit intimidating and no one really knows what's going on. But, yeah. uh, you know, by the end of that session, that person is literally hugging hugging the, the trainer and hugging someone next to them and, um, you know, myself and Dirk, we get a massive buzz out of that and and to be able to, to, to bring that to the public and, and open that up to the people that have, uh, um, have been looking for that, yeah. um, you know, it, it gives us a good... A good vibe. And, uh, I'll tell you what, mate, I could feel that yesterday. Yeah. You know, it's, it's it's a really nice thing, you know, and I'm a, a purveyor of, of people, so sure. to speak. You know, I love seeing people do well in their life and I'm all for self-evolution. Yep. And I think that uh, that can often be attained through movement and, yep. and, and moving anyway. But it's funny that uh, yesterday, this you guys have got this touch thing going on. Tell me yeah. about the touch. It's, like, it's not a, quite a high five, but all day people were just you know, um, pumped on the fact that someone else had done a good thing or you know, they, it was their turn or there's yeah. a team swap or yeah, whatever. Yeah, and yeah. and it, what was interesting for me was that I saw that people were taken out of comfort zone too for some degree. Yeah. Someone would rock up with their mate and you guys had partnered them up with someone that they never met before. Yeah. And next thing they're high-fiving a stranger, but yeah, there was this totally. instant connection and, and, and sort of unity there. Yeah. You know, tell us about that from your perspective, Dirk, because I know that's really important to you. Yeah, it really is. Um, so the whole thing Nath's always taught us from the start and what we really push to get across as trainers, whether we're holding courses or running classes, that we believe this, that touch has been lost in society yeah. for everyone, whatever reason. So we're bringing that back. And say, for example, if, um, I mean, you come into the class the other morning, if you brought some of your friends along or your wife and your kids, if your wife is feeling better, um, our whole role as a trainer when you walk in the room is to split you, you guys up and integrate you back into the group. So we want, so you might have uh, you guys turn up, some other friends have driven down from Brisbane, um, some other guys from, friend, uh, from work have come together. 
usually in a normal gym environment, they're going to feed off each other and they're going to sit in those groups or in their own bubble. Sounds like a wedding. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so like a wedding. And then, I mean, if you go to a wedding, it seems to be the alcohol that brings it out. And then all of a sudden people start to integrate later on. But we actually try and force that integration in, yeah. in a zoo classroom. So it's our role is to chop them and to split them up. So if we get people to partner up, the next time we'll get them to partner up is we'll get them to partner up with someone else. Yeah. So the big thing about that is that we do like jogging on the spot, get around and get in touch with three people. Yeah. So we're trying to change the position you are in the room all of the time. So we get some people to walk in with a drink bottle and a towel. And we've been taught right from the start, our role as the leader is to grab their drink bottle and towel and throw it as far, as far away as we can. Yeah. Just say for the next hour, you're going to just get... I mean, uh, Luke, you touched on it before, is we really bond the group together. So our whole objective of the session is to create this really awesome culture in the room, inclusive environment. So after that, we get to um, bring in some really brutal training afterwards. And mm. we find that people from all shapes and sizes and walks of life a lot more open to that afterwards. So, yeah. Mate, talk about brutal. You know, like I've, I've been in and around gyms for a long time. You know, I, yeah. I'm a bit more like Nath. I come from, you know, the bodybuilding and, and uh, powerlifting background where we, we just lift heavy shit and rest for a few yeah. minutes, you know, yeah. <laughs> which, which is much easier, I must say. But for the hour yesterday, plus, of course, then you crueled some woman because it was a birthday yeah, at the yeah. end of it. We'll, we'll get to that later. But it was an hour of brutality, you yeah. know. And I know it was Tabata-based and, and whatever, but um, I was stunned that, Dirk told me before it that like, there's not even really a pre-program. Like you guys seem to evolve the class depending on the amount of people or the yeah. energy of the class, yeah, and yeah, yeah. it sort of just turns into its own thing that yep. you can't help yeah. but get caught up in, can yep. you? You oh, know, that's an amazing thing. So that's yeah. amazing. But tell me, I, I walked into this. You know, I, I saw you with with Dave Tabane a couple of weeks ago, Dirk, of course, when we first met. And Dave said, "Oh, you got to come check these zoo boys. You know, you can love the product, and you can love the people, and be a good story to tell. Hence why we're here. So good on you, Dave. But I walked in and it's just it's just empty. <laughs> there was, yeah. There's no equipment. Yeah. You know, there's like it's literally body weight training, isn't yeah. it? But it was brutal. And and may I put it out there to anyone that's listening to this, it's like, oh yeah, you know, of course you're gonna talk it up, you're on you know, you're you're there to uh tell a story. Let me tell you right now, I put the I put it out to anyone and I don't care who it is, any of my listeners, any of my mates out there that think they're killing it with their lifting and their crossfit and whatever, I will I will challenge anyone to get through an hour of zoo <laughs> from what I saw yesterday the first time without spewing their hole up within the first 20 minutes. Seriously, it was, it was full on, you know, yeah. wasn't it? It puts a whole new vibe to the, to the, the mindset of, you know, a wad, really, you yeah. know? And you had a couple of CrossFit boys in there yesterday as yeah, well. Um, loving yeah, it. Yeah, they've, uh, they've, they've come in for a few sessions. Um, uh, one guy that was involved in the session yesterday, he's, he's been a few times before and he's actually done... Um, uh, anchor, which uh, we'll, we'll talk about later. Yeah. But um, yeah, so we've been myself and another trainer who've been working alongside uh, these CrossFit boys for uh, probably about six weeks now. Um, nice. And why are they there? What are they expecting to get out of it? Um, I think for them, it's it's obviously uh, another another modality of training that they can see uh, that could help them uh, yeah. improve. Um, you know, these boys are they're mobile and they're strong and they're active, and you know, these boys are. are, are, are are strong athletes in their in their right domain. It's but, got to build the engine, though, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, like it's it's got to be one of the best conditioning protocols yeah, out there. Definitely, I reckon. definitely. And yeah. uh, so when we um, when we get them in the sessions with us, you know, like you said, it, there is no structured program, and, and that's something that um, you know, if there's it, like you said, if there's anyone out there listening to it, you might think, oh, well, what are these boys running then? Well, it, it's not the fact that we just chuck a whole bunch of movements at you, and you know, that's your forty five minutes done. Thank you, thanks, thanks for coming. But yeah. it's. Uh, it, it, it is structured, um, and it's something that has been taught to us from Nathan, and we know how to run the class, and we know the vibe of the class, and we know the feel of the class, and we know how it's going to run. Mm. Uh, so when you know we've got some CrossFitters in there, and we've got uh, you know our the oldest person in, in our in our training group who's 60, 69 years 69, old, yeah. you know, and uh, she was charging yesterday. She was charging She's one of the oldest long. members. She's amazing. Um, yeah. So I guess what the CrossFitters get out of that is that um, you know it, it does build their engine. 
Yeah. Um, it can add to what they're doing outside of zoo and obviously into their CrossFit uh, sessions. Um, you know, and you know we can we can offer them something that that they're not getting inside CrossFit. Well, CrossFit is that community of people though too that are very open minded, right? Like yep. these guys want to be the best, and yep. it's like MMA. You know, if you want to be good at MMA, you can't just throw a good punch. Yep. You got to be able to exactly. have your, have your BJJ and these things sort of you know um, ready. For, yeah. for war, so to speak, yeah. and I find CrossFit is of the same vein. They're kind of like, you know, what? There's something else that can make me better, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah. which just makes great sense. Yeah. Hey, um, I I want to talk a little bit about um, um, this touch thing again, and you you started on it before, Dirk. I, I think it's an important thing that people really need to understand that the the, the functional philosophy behind this protocol is is uh, movement is the unification, right? Sure, but it's 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 much more about getting people connected again. And you told me yep. a story um, last time we spoke, Dirk, about some of the work you've done with the, the kids. I think you call them yep. zoo, zoo chimps. Is that right? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Give us a bit of an idea about that because you told me a pretty amazing story about you know, yeah, the collaboration of children because we know kids can be pretty brutal with each other, right? Yep. So, so just on the, on the touch, it's about um, high-level policing group dynamics. So what we're essentially doing is opening up the lines of communication. So we'll get around and we'll get the touch or... Or a hug, we're, we're huggers with everyone in the group before we start a class um, uh, individually. And then when we do it as a group, we try and integrate the group. So we're opening up the lines of communication with everyone in the group. So um, what we call the sleeping giant of Zoo is Zoo Chimps. And it's a free program that um, Nathan and his wife Alyssa, um, they developed. And it's a... Um, it's a health program that works with social aspects kids are going through. And what we do is we, we essentially use the zoo structure blueprint and we drop it into a school. Now, it's not a, it's not a sport program. It's, this can be in English. It can be maths. It can be, it can be in PE. But what we're, what we're doing is three to five days, three to five times a day, two to three minutes, we're going to get the kids out of the chairs and we're going to get them moving using the animal movements, using the get a five. Gee, we call gonna, them the kids. That's going to shake up the yeah. education system, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's proven that um, movement uh, and exercise preps the brain for learning. It can bring some of them down. It yeah. can bring some of the other ones up. So um, we go in and we, we teach the teachers the program, and then they become the vehicles for the program. So essentially, Zoo is about um, so inspiring, is earning respect, so if I'm a, a zoo trainer, I'll always be front and center doing every session. So I'm trying to earn the respect of everyone in the room, but it's no ego. So if they're going faster or better than me, that's fine. But I'm going to do my best to inspire everyone in the class. So we're trying to push and train the teachers how to get that across. So whether the teacher's uh, overweight or um, what, whatever scenario they're in, if they're down in a vehicle trying to inspire the kids, the kids are going to gain a lot of respect out of them. Yeah. So I drove three hours. Um, it was all in my own time as it's free, out past the Wyvernho Down, out past Ipswich. Uh, it was a little school out, the, uh, out that way. I won't mention the name of the school, but it was um, a little area school where there was only sort of 20 kids and we had a few uh, parents and teachers from the community came in. It was a really cool school where they... A lot of uh, similar to as schools I went to in New Zealand, where they teach you how to grow a garden and how to yeah life skills or, life yeah. skills you know. And I noticed that when I walked in, and I thought that was really cool. Uh, but anyway, I spent the hour and a half um, getting the Zoochimps program across, which is how we teach them how to um, how to run the class and how to bring each kid out in front and expose them to leadership because a lot of kids go through the whole lives without ever experiencing leadership yeah. we'll get them to teach a zoo move back to the class and then the next thing they'll say is get around get a five so that all of the zoo moves are really cool animal memes like crocodiles bears iguanas like you name it it's in there there's hundreds of moves but we've specifically called nathan and lissa and then down to us have called all the moves animal names so yeah. Above everything, it's going to go back to zoo chimps, where the, where the kids are going to be the ones that are going to relate to them. And a lot of the times, I'll come back to this straight away, but whenever I've taught zoo chimps, um, 
with the adults, we say fight for what you've lost because like, we'll try and teach a move like gorillas, which is a really awesome move for you, um, uh, which is quite a tough move and it takes a while to coach it. But um, when you're working with kids, I'll quite often say, all right, this is what you're going to do, hands, shoulder width apart, feet nice and wide, and you're trying to teach them through it and you'll turn around and there's 40 kids that are halfway down the oval doing gorillas, you know, yeah. because they just they, they get it. They get it yeah. straight away. They know how to move and um, all those sort of things. So anyone in this classroom environment, I did the hour and a half or an hour teaching them how to do it. And we always finish um, a zoo class or uh, our courses or zoo chimps with a photo where we, you would have seen it at the gym the other day, yeah, was uh, our zoo sign, which is something that means quite a lot to us. And um, when we went to the photo, there was a special needs uh, kid in the class, a young girl, and she had actually wandered off on her own. And um, it was actually the other kids in the class yelled out her name to come in the photo. And I was only told later on by the teachers this was pretty special because there's been no interaction from the other kids to the special needs kid before when I got there. And I only spent an hour, hour and a half max with them. But, of course, the whole part of the session was about forcing integration amongst yeah. the group and making an inclusive environment where everyone's a part of this team and not being a winner or a loser or anything like that. And she never actually contributed to anything in the class and she she was trying but she couldn't actually um uh become part of the group so to speak but then she was in the photo and we got the photo and i posted the photo and then i was driving back and i was on the switch motorway and i got a phone call from one of the teachers saying you would never believe what we've just seen happen and that and i said well, what's going on and she said uh the young girl's here now and she's bear calling back and forward along the uh, veranda outside the room we were working in, and she had the other kids cheering her on. Wow. And I was just like, I mean, I was driving along just going, I mean, I didn't create this movement, but we get the amazing honour of passing it on yeah. from Nath, whether it's in a course environment with adults or working with kids, is, which is what is a lot more special for us and the part that I've enjoyed the most. And I was just speechless, like, how it can have, like, and I, there's a hashtag, the power of zoo. And, like, witnessing that, it's just like, wow. I mean, it's a free program where um, one day it will fly where we need a big corporate to get behind it. But when it does, we're, we're building an army of zoo trainers around the globe now. Like, it's Wales, Scotland, now Italy, Spain. And all of these people are sort of running off the passion and ourselves now. And they're just like, how do we become the zoo trainer? How do we get in the schools and work for them? So eventually the people that we've tra trained up, I see them all over the world through schools, um, teaching the teachers how to do what we're doing. But just to see firsthand how an hour can change a kid's life. So it was just quite amazing. But we're going to... Uh, so an example of that is in the classroom you get little Johnny who sits in the library every day and doesn't, uh, so they, they pick the teams in a sports class, he'll get picked last. So when we do zoo chimps, we make sure everyone in the group is included and you might have the school bully or the rugby player or whoever and little Johnny gets the high five with that person, forcing interaction three to five times a day in the movements that we have and you better believe that's going to be good for that kid's um, confidence and then off the back of that we have really fun movements um, really fun movements that they relate to and they interact with the other kids anyway so um, uh, just to go on from that we've got a guy uh, when we first did our Channel 9 did a story on us on the Today Show with Steph Rice and we had um we went to our first kindergarten that was um, was Tammy Banks, one of our head trainers, head female trainer. It was the first ever Zuchim school. And uh, they did the story on it, and we had some of the teachers, or some of the parents of the kids came in. Yep. And one of the parents was uh, Kenny Campbell, who is now, um, I mean, Lukey and him have got a special bond. He does uh, a lot of the night classes. And he was, um, he was quite unfit, and... Um, and he wasn't getting much activity in anything that he was doing. But 
um, we do tell the story about him working with his um, with uh, so he was working with he, he was uh, sitting in on the parent teacher night when Nath did the taught what we were going to do and he got inspired by uh, what his what, what the program was and his son coming back and showing him the movements. But this, the reason why I'm mentioning it is it's got this really powerful thing where it can, it can improve the teacher's life because it can inspire them to get fit and healthy so they can inspire the kids, but can also go home to the parents and then it can also go to the parents' parents. So in that instance, it, um, it inspired the grandfather because the little grandson was there coming home and he was going, so what are these movements you're doing? So and he was down down on the floor bear crawling, and it ended up getting the grandfather to down on the crown to bear crawl with his grandson. So it's amazing, and you know what? Most of the exercises too are, are relatively low impact, right? So they kind of yep. lend themselves across you know most age brackets. Sure. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah, you know, it's funny. You know, I know when I you know read the the bio on Nathan, and Nathan's talking about the fact that he you know looked at primal moves. And I'm like, oh yeah, I've seen primal moves before introduced in like martial arts and yep. and these sorts of things because of course animals move you know amazingly. Yeah. But cool. it, it was interesting uh, actually watching um, some of these yesterday. You know, and I'll, I'll address this at you, Luke, if you don't mind, but. Um, I'm a complete novice, obviously, and I've got you calling out, you know, crocodiles and frogs and insects yep. and all sorts of things, you know, and, <laughs> mate, I'm as judgmental as the next person, you know, and I think, oh, here you go, what, you know, what's this? Yep. But it was funny how, how um, nicely these movements flowed onto the next movement mm, and, yeah. and that they, that they weren't easy yeah. and everyone was sweating yeah. and uh, it just looked like an awesome workout. Um, you know, how did these, how did these, you know, primal animal movements generally get accepted by people and what's the feedback once people have sort of accepted them as the norm in their exercise regime? Uh, yeah, look, it like, um, cause it, it's different, right? It is. It's different totally and, and different. it is hard. It's, yeah. it's, um, it's not something that I would call uh, if I had, a group of first-timers doing zoo, you know, it wouldn't be a, a, to me, I look at that as an advanced movement that I'd call. Yes. Um, And obviously that group um, that we had uh, yesterday, it was a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of the the members that were there have been, been training with us for quite some time. So for me to call um, advanced moves like that, um, they'd quite happily get down on the ground and and crawl along and and accept the movement as part of their training regime. But again, if I had a whole bunch of, um, you know, well, we, we call them rookies or first-timers. Um, it wouldn't be something that I would call first off the bat. And um, I'd sort of break it down where I would build into structured movements um, that would uh, be regressions of those type of movements, yeah. build their strength up, yeah. um, increase mobility, increase uh, strength through range of motion um, and, and all that and, and all that strength uh, type based movement that would hopefully uh, hopefully lead them into uh, into the advanced moves. So and, I saw an advanced and, class yesterday. And, yeah, and, and become <laughs> the norm for them. Yeah, um, yeah, nice. So yeah, so yesterday was it was a bit of a mixture. Um, it does it can get fully advanced where I will uh, I'll turn it up even more and, <laughs> yeah. and really really drive it home for. for so tell us a bit it. about your story, Luke, because you know let's face it, you weren't always at the peak you're at right no, now. No, not at all. And not you at weren't all. always a zoo head trainer. Yep. And uh, I know yesterday we had a coffee and uh, we chewed the fat for a while and yep. spoke about your past yep. growing up in New Zealand and being an avid kick um, Muay Thai, Muay Thai um, yep. practitioner and yep. enjoying that and coming here to Australia and over you know a period of, you know, of years yep. finding yourself lost, depressed and heavily yes. overweight, right? Yes. Which definitely. which a lot of our listeners are going to certainly um, reciprocate with. Yep. So you found your way here to Burley one day after finding Luke's card in, a, in like yeah, a, yeah, in a coffee card. shop. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Nathan's card, card yep. in a coffee shop. And um, tell us about that. And, yeah, and how it all so, pro- so um, as you said, I, I was uh, back in New Zealand. Um, I was right into Muay Thai then. Um, had a couple of amateur fights, and I'm, you know, it was that for me that was awesome. It was the high intense training that I loved, uh, that bonding of, of being in that group of uh, my mates that I had and, and that I used to train with. Um, I left New Zealand um, probably mid. 1999, and that's with all the other Kiwis. Yeah, yeah, out. yeah. So <laughs> hopefully someone's um, the Gold the Coast. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I left New Zealand to come back to New Zealand. So. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I got here 99, and um, basically as soon as I landed, I, you know, I enjoyed myself. Uh, you know, I partied up and, and, and got out there and, and just sort of let let my hair down. But I think I let my hair down a bit too far, and uh, you know, 
got in the wrong crowd, got in the wrong mix, and basically just forgot about everything that I'd ever done. Mm. Um, you know, and as the years went on, I'd sort of jumped in and out of gyms, um, whether it be a Muay Thai gym or just you know just a gym to try and keep me ticking over for the time. And a gym for you is the same as me, right? It was yeah. a place you went in, there was dumbbells, barbells, yeah, kettlebells, you'd definitely. throw stuff around yeah. and you'd leave, right? Yeah, that's it. So, so tell us about the day you walked into, uh, into Zoo HQ here in Berlin. Yeah, so um, obviously years have gone by and um, I'd actually sort of hit, hit rock bottom for me, but at that time I didn't know that was rock bottom. I, I was... Um, my outside persona became like a happy person, but inside I wasn't. Um, at 140 kilos, um, you know, to me, I thought that was that was the norm. Mm. Um, and it, and I think I told you yesterday, it was my stomach that found zoo. Um, so I, I went... <laughs> I was, looking for a sandwich yeah, in a cafe. Yeah, looking for a sandwich for a cafe. <laughs> and, um, so I ended up at one of the local, uh, local cafe uh, sandwich shops here in Burley and um, they had a big jar on the table full of business cards and I just happened to stick my head in and have a look and the, the very first card that was sitting on top was, was Nathan's one which basically said Zoo. Uh, work out without machines it's just fate eh? and um, I, I picked it up and you know I thought all these years have gone by of me forgetting about how I used to train and, and the mateship and the bonding and all that sort of stuff and you know just massive depression massive spiral I found this car and I thought well how the hell do you do a workout without machines mm. not knowing that I, that's what I used to do you know yeah uh, so I just remember ringing up Nath um, but the the, the card was sitting in my pocket for, for a few hours, so it was burning a hole in my pocket, so I pulled it out and I rang up Nathan uh, and I said, what's this, what's this zoo stuff? And he goes, mate, just come down, I'm running a session at 4pm this afternoon, um, you know, come down, bring a towel, bring a drink and uh, we can get you started. So I made my way down to zoo and um, as you would have noticed, when you, when you, the first thing you saw inside zoo was nothing <laughs> alright so when I, when I walked in the zoo that's what I was looking for I was looking for the weights I was looking for uh, you know just something to lift and, TRX bands yeah, or something, just something. <laughs> give me uh, something um, to work with <laughs> and um, you know I remember I remember this day like it was yesterday and I just remember Nathan standing in the middle of the room and at that time we had some uh, basketballs that we used to do an ab set with yeah. um, and he was standing in the middle of the room throwing the basketball against the wall and uh, um Went up to him, I said, oh, you know, stuck my hand out to shake him, and he gave me uh, uh, what your listeners might know as the bro shake uh, mm-hmm. from, from New Zealand, which is like a, like, like a shake and a hug at the same time sort of thing. <laughs> um, and that's something that I've, that I've grown up with and something that, I've, you know, that I right know, home. and I, I knew I'd do that with my mates and with all the boys and all that sort of stuff. And, uh, yeah, so to, to have that outside person do that to me, um, I was, that, that instantly got my attention. Yeah, um, and then uh, and can, he, I, can I just ask you quickly? Sorry to sure. interrupt. I just want to move now into modern time. Yeah, you being a, a trainer, not everyone's comfortable with touch, right? Yeah, do you know what yeah. I mean? I know they they get comfortable with it, but not everyone's comfortable with you know big hugs and yeah. and all the rest of it. You know, um, how how's the touch and this sort of stuff always perceived? Do you find does it do people have to break down a bit? I guess to get to the point of acceptance. Um, I th- I think I. I personally haven't had a problem with um, with a client or, or someone that's new that's come into uh, Zoo. Yeah, it's something that um, when we initially start Zoo, before we actually start a new person into Zoo, we give them a bit of a, a what we call the rookie speech. Yeah, and I always end. <laughs> You're going to get hugged thirty <laughs> yeah. times. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, I, I pretty much always end with with a, a high five, basically, yeah. and it's a it's a it's an almost embracing feeling for them. And, yeah. you know, it's a, stick un- my it's a union, up. isn't it? Yeah, I, I always stick my hand up for, for the high five and they're just sort of looking at me going, oh, okay, I'll hit yeah. your hand then. Yeah. And then the, to me, I look at that as, well, you know, they now know that this is how it's going to be for the rest of the session. And I guarantee you, uh, 100% it's happened every single time. That person that was kind of scared to hit my hand, they're coming up to me going, that was the best session I've ever done. And, yeah. you know, they give me a hug and a kiss if they're a female, <laughs> male, I'll take that as well. <laughs> take it any way you can I'll get take it, mate. Anyway I can get it, but, the one you knock back is the one you yeah, don't yeah. get. So, um, <laughs> but, so, yeah, so, you know, it's, I've never had any problems with it. I know Nath, Nath has got a story um, uh, that he, he likes to tell uh, about that um, in one of the, one, of the, um, uh, one of the showcases that he's done, um, you know, where a lady just didn't want to touch him, by the, you know, didn't want to shake his hand or anything like that. And by yeah. the end of the session... She was giving him a high five and a hug, and you know she was 
crying and all well, this It really stuff, is so. the international language, though, yeah, isn't it? It is. doesn't matter whether you can speak English or not. You know, it doesn't really matter whether you come from the same culture or not. Yeah. There's just something about that touch. And for some, it can be a handshake. For some, yeah. it's a bro shake, whatever yeah. it is, you know. Mm. But I think when it's instilled in the training philosophy, you know, yeah. like, this is what we do, you yeah. know, and you're going to, you know, you're going to touch hands with yeah. multiple people. It's almost like, it's almost like, you know, um, communion for the religious, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? It's like, oh, you know, everyone turns around and shake your hands. Yeah. It's, it's a welcoming aspect, yeah. you know? And, so, And as 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 Dirk uh, mentioned it before, it, it does open up lines of communication, not only between the trainer and the, the client, but also just between the group itself. And um, I, I always like to say that once that group is formed, that's no longer the tra- your group. Mm. It's, it's their group. Yeah. You know, and our, and our role is just to make sure that we can sort of manage that group and get them through the session. And, and that's how I always view a zoo session. Once I've formed the group, it's no longer my group. It's, it's their group. And, it's got um, its own dynamic. Yeah, it's got its own dynamic and yeah. um, it's got its own responsibility. And yeah, um, yeah. and it, it just flows. It, it just flows like that. I would imagine that your uh, your significant weight loss, you would have lost, what, 50-odd kilos? Yes, I'm, I'm, down a, uh, I'm sitting pretty at 81 kilos now. Nice. <laughs> yeah, Boom. And, that's Boom. Over, and that's over the course of six years. Um, uh, but, yeah, like I said, you know, when I met Nath, uh, very first time, um, one of the... One of the first things I noticed after I read the uh, the waiver that he used to have on the wall is two older ladies walked into the room. Now my head straight away went to all oh, right, we're doing aerobics. You know, we we're going to be doing aerobics. There's no weights in the there's no weights in the room. There's nothing in there. There's two old ladies have walked past me, and I'm like, oh, this is not for me. Why did I ring this person? Why am I here? You know, I get the feeling they smoked you, uh, these yeah, ladies. Too. <laughs> they did. You know, I'm constantly questioning myself. And uh, when we started the session, which was the basic mobility warm up, again, three moves that I've never done before yeah. um, was just something new, and that just blew my mind away. And I still thought to that very moment that this is going to be an aerobics class. And then again, the, the very first movement we did was um, was bear crawls, uh, two minute drill. Get to the end of the room basically forward and reverse bear crawls. Um, and as I was telling you yesterday, these, these ladies were just smoking me through every single lap that they were doing and yeah. uh, you know, I couldn't understand what, what my body was going through. You know, I've been in gyms before and I can lift X amount of weight. Why can't I crawl on the ground and why are these older ladies, you know, scream and pass me? And, um, you know, I, I didn't know what was going on with my body. I remember Nathan called time. He came up next to me and he just said, uh, and this is how he talks, he says, look, cousin, all I want you to do is focus on your objective, get to the end of the room, don't worry about anyone else in the room, just focus on your job, get to the end of the room, reverse bear crawl back, I'll stay with you for the whole two minutes. We're going again. And to, to have someone like that stand next to me, explain, like, don't worry about anyone else in the room, just focus on your own objective, this is what the movement is, this is what we're going to do, and then to have him stay right next to me, mm. um, you know, that gave me, like... It gave me hope, basically. That it really is a big objective, though, with Zoo, isn't it? Yesterday yeah. you had an advanced class. I didn't know that till you yeah. just told me on this podcast. But yesterday you had forty plus people yep. and five or six trainers in the room. Yep. yep. So mm. you know there really is a, a massive level of um, not just support but professional support. Yep. Helping people to be able to, you know, obviously, like you said, ascend or you know, yep. descend yep. their their yep. level depending on where yep. they're at at that time, right? Yep. Uh, um, yeah, and exactly that, and um, you know. So did you get the bear crawls out? Did you end up doing? Well, I didn't end up getting the bear crawls out. I still didn't make it. But what what, what I took away from that is the fact that um, you know, t- yeah, I took away hope that this was um, something that I can do. This was something that had been missing from my life for so many years. Yeah. Um, you know, and it was something that I, I needed to uh, I needed to have for me. Um, and I always say, Nath always um, touches on it that. Um, weight loss and, and everything you get out of your your fitness regime with zoo is the byproduct of zoo. It's mm. never meant to be that, um, and it, it's what we um, it's what zoo actually gives to the individual, which is empowerment. Yeah, um, and it's, it's life skills and it's life skills. And um, you know, like I said, I was heavily depressed, and I was in a world of well, I was in a world of shit basically. And um, basically, after meeting Nath, he just sort of took me out of that. And, you know, four minutes of doing zoo to after years and years of slugging away in a gym and lifting weights and listening to mind-numbing songs, you know, and to have someone speak to me for less than two minutes and 
just these words of focus on your objective and focus on your job. Yeah. You know, I'll, I'll stay with you for the whole two now, minutes. Now, though, yeah. job now, which is just classic mindfulness, yeah. isn't it, mm. yeah. at, at its base? Yeah. You know, just worry about the bear crawl. Yeah. Don't worry about her. Don't worry about anything yeah. else. Don't worry about what happens after this. Yeah. Just, just get this shit done. Yeah, and that's it. And um, it's to this day, it still rings true for me. After six years, I'm still... I'm still focusing on the objective. I'm still pushing forward. I'm still, um, you know, empowering myself through Zoo. I'm not. I'm not on here to say that I'm an expert at movement, mm. but um, I, I'm on here to, to share the knowledge and the tools that Nathan has given me, and, and um, you know, pass them on to people that are that were in my position as well. Yeah. And, you know, from 140 kilos down to 80 kilos has been has been a significant weight loss, but mm. um, I've been able to manage to. Um, turn my life skills around and, and become a happier person inside, become a better father to my two children as well. Yeah. Um, and you told me yesterday too, you, you've noticed, we should have just recorded yesterday, yeah. all, all the good shit we said yesterday. At the coffee shop. But, 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 but what you said to me really sat, sat in my heart yep. yesterday and you said, I've got you know, these two boys yep. and, and they're essentially very different boys. Yes. And you've been able to find with them that you know the uh, introduction of Zoo into your household with them yep. has brought them once again to this. Yeah, but this, like a base level. Level. Yeah. yeah, it brings yeah. one up, brings one down, yeah. you know, and so, I think it's amazing. Yeah. So tell me, boys, I'll direct this at either of you who wants to answer it. I know you've both travelled the world uh, with Nathan yep. and with the Zoo program, and, and I know that you've had some recent coverage on Channel 9, and that's all well and good, but I know it's been a long bloody slog, right? Yeah. Do you know mm. what I mean? Like it's, it's a roller coaster. Any, 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 any of these good things take time, you know, but um, how has the actual concept of it, so the concept of, you know, nothing in the room but people. How's this concept been accepted by the, the wider audience? And I know you're affiliated these days with like Genesis gyms and Virgin Active gyms and the like. How's that concept been accepted by these guys being so different in its you know basic regime? I'll let you touch on that, brother. You've uh, done a little bit more than me. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Than me. I just wanted to start with, um, so a lot of respect to Nathan Liss with what they've done to create this. Um, but... He still tells a story about, so he had a really successful civil concre- concreting uh, business and he, and he just had a dream and he had the strength inside himself to back himself with that dream. So he still talks about it to this day of um, he used to listen for the cars driving over the grates on the way into where we were the other morning because um, he knew that was $10. Mm. So he took this massive gamble of like people walk into the gym just like we were talking about and there's nothing in there. It's just what he's going to bring to the room for that next hour. Yeah. You know, so he was banking on every $10 that came in because that was how he was going to support his family. Yeah. So yeah, so that's, I mean, that's just amazing in itself. And then from there, it's grown. It's not involved in Genesis anymore, but um, so what's helped, grow this thing globally is the belief of all of us trainers behind Nath and us pushing it as hard as we could. We believe in it as much as he does, but um, it it was put into Virgin Active um, years ago, and then there's a story about that, about um, getting advice on toning it down a little bit and taking the touch out of it and, uh, and other bits and pieces and Nath on the way there said you know true to the person that I am I'm not going to water this down I'm going to keep the touch in there and keep every part of it as it is and keep it hard hard training because he believes life's hard so people need to train that way and then from there um, it got accepted into Virgin Active and myself and Luke have had the the honour of going down and and, um, training some of the trainers down in Melbourne and down in um, Sydney and um, so we got to see it with from where we are in Zoo HQ with our crew down to 60 uh, suits in the Sydney environment where people, it's a one o'clock class in the afternoon and we're getting 60 people in the class. So that's um, really amazing. And then from there, it's been a real push of um, tours uh, with both Zoo and Anchor uh, to the UK constant meetings trying to get this thing off the ground like people who are believing in it and um and then there were meetings to try and get into virgin active and then uh nathan and lissa finally got a deal to get them overseas and and now we've watched it grow i know it hasn't been easy to um once again that everyone's way of thinking is that 
you know, uh, sets of weights and, um, you know, the conventional styles yeah, of training. Three sets of 10, three sets of Three sets of 10 and, and all those sorts of things. So it's been, um, I know it's been a battle for Nath to try and get the message across, but just over the last six months, we've seen a total change. You know, we've seen, and it's really amazing. We've watched, I mean, you talk, talked about it before, is that, um, so it's gone into Portugal, Spain, um, uh, Portugal, Italy. Spain, Italy, you know, and uh, the touch, you know, there's a language barrier, but people understand the touch, you know, and that it's been lost, and people understand a smile and a laugh, and quite a lot at the start when we're doing our showcase or running classes where it's a new environment, we'll say, everyone get around and get a touch to three people, and we'll do that, okay, there's not enough noise in here, you can do better than that, mm. and the next time we'll lift the noise, and there's lots of different ways we get to engage the group with noise, like... Um, but then the third one will say, say it in French or say it in Spanish. Like we, we don't know that much French or, French or Spanish, but what we're trying to do is we're trying to get people to bump into each other, to laugh, to lean on someone and to say, you know, I've seen you around the gym. I've been meaning to say hello, you know yeah. what I mean? Instead of just being in this one channel. And we've had, uh, Nate's been getting a really, really awesome response from Virgin Active where, uh, basically they're using it to change the whole culture of the company now where it's yeah. um, and he's been getting feedback where from the CEOs all the way down that he's been told that it's actually used in uh, the interview process where they hire someone into the virgin active structure is that they actually use zoo into that uh, into that hiring process so um, and all of the staff have have had some form or another of experience of training and you know they're getting a bit more integration um amongst you know the pts are starting to talk to some of the managers and you know people in the office who have never never spoken to other people like that so so essentially though it's it, it's as much a philosophy as it is a training regime right? absolutely yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely and something we always touch on is life experiences you know when we're running the classes is that um when you leave here we make this hard so um and then it's all built around positive affirmations. It's brutally hard training and an awesome culture, but then it's backed up with positive affirmations. So we give them these seriously hard drills, but then we encourage everyone in the room to tap them on the back and tell them how well they're doing it to keep pushing it. And that's why it's really cool. But uh, Virgin Active, now it's uh, through all of them. Uh, I mean, it's almost through all of them. I know it's all the way through the UK now. It's through Ireland. It's through um, Scotland, Wales. Uh, the European ones I spoke about, it's starting to spread through some of the Asian ones, and it's it's getting an awesome feedback. You know, we see Christian Mason, who's um, who's been a really good advocate from the start, and then in Singapore, they get packed out classes. Like, we see it on the timetable, Zoo, and, you know, we see the posts, and it's just... It's it's broken down the norm of um, of group of group sessions yeah. um, that, yep. are run, that are run inside um, your, your normal... Gym, you know, mm. you, you sort of look up on the board and you've got um, body pump at 5.45 or you've got a whatever at 6 o'clock and then you'll see Zoo. All those other classes that are set up on the board, you know, you'll have your, you'll, you'll have the individual, uh, I think Dirk, Dirk touched on it before, where they'll sort of put their towel and their drink bottle down and, uh, you know, they'll get their step and they'll get their weights and the space that they cr- create for themselves is their own little <laughs> yeah. space and you don't come into my space. No, that in zoo. You don't yeah. come into here. You don't touch that, you know. So we we get rid of all of that and um, it, it has it has taken a little while for a lot of people to accept it as the norm. Mm. Well, it's going to make people uncomfortable. Um, you know? like, yeah, well, I'm yeah. enthralled by, by the idea, to be yeah. honest with you, because we live in times where, you know, it's such a bloody nanny state we yeah. live in as it is, you know, where everything's so bloody politically correct and you can't do this and you can't do that. You can't touch your kids anymore. And, yeah. you know, gollywog biscuits can't exist anymore because yeah. you might offend someone. Yeah. And, you know, Nate talks about It's not bar bar black sheep yeah, anymore. Yeah. You know, it's, <laughs> you get my drift, you know. But yeah. I, I yeah. just think that, and, and, and that's, I get why that stuff's in place. But yeah. what I'm trying to say is, is that with that, there, there's kind of this disconnect yeah. that can, that, sort of just continues in vain yeah. add on top of that social media and all that crap you know like yeah. I train in commercial gyms which I still love yeah. Yeah. Um, but as I travel and you know, I'm travelling as you know right around the country and every commercial gym I'm at like the international language there is mobile phone yeah. and dirty big fucking earmuffs yeah. Yeah. you know what yeah. I mean yeah. so there is no connection yeah. I'm lucky well, not to break the smile with someone the people yeah. in the room yeah exactly so like the, the whole 
concept for me uh, is is invigorating and exciting, you know. And 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 I certainly wish uh, Nathan and all you guys the best with that that progression because yeah. I think it's it's a super exciting idea. And, yeah. and I'd love people to um, be able to get a, a good vibe or a feel for it. Because yeah. it's bringing males back into a group fitness environment, like a good yeah. chunk of males, because it's it's a really humbling training style where it's. I mean, we talk about no egos, so. And that's just a mantra we've got. Is that, I mean, if you've got an ego, there's the door. And yeah. we'll find the most elite athletes in their field that get humbled by it. Because we get humbled every day. I didn't see anyone yesterday that wasn't hurting towards the end. Matter yeah. of fact, I heard a couple of people go, oh, you're joking. Yeah. More shoulders. <laughs> you know? More and, shit. And look, I guess a limitation of the system, just for, from my perspective, is, you know, look, if, if you're a, a young bloke and you want to stick on serious mass, yep. you're not going to do it at Zoom more no. than likely. Do you know what I mean? Yep. So, like, I'm not here trying to tell people that, you know, hey, it's for everyone, because let's face it, not everything's for everyone. Yep. But uh, but I, I tell you, as far as the system goes, that's, you know, um, great for mobility. It's, it's great for, you know, interaction and that human component yep. it's certainly good for cardiovascular yes. confidence know, risk and, and all that sort of stuff confidence fat loss like it's sort of it has it all sewn up tell me boys um before we wind up um give us a bit of an idea of, of, of the anchor system because that's another clever little uh, identification uh, by nathan yep. um which was uh which is essentially a, you know what you tell the story luke <laughs> if you don't mind it's, yep. it's essentially a harness right yeah it's a, it's essentially a harness um and if you don't mind, I'll go back to when it first started. And uh, I remember leaving Zoo one, one night um, before I was a coach at Zoo. And I just remember Nathan shutting the doors down. And I was about to go home. It was a Monday night. Um, and, you know, said goodbye to him. And he said, look, just before you go, man, I just want you to put this on. And I go, well, what the hell's that? <laughs> you know, he pulled it out of this bag and it was this hessian sack. They had like zips and things all over. Duct and I'm like, what, what's going on here? <laughs> um, and he got me to to do a couple of movements. He actually got me to do bear crawls in it. And um, what he'd actually done is uh, he'd, he'd had uh, some ropes that were at that time on, on the zips and he'd pulled back on the ropes and the, the zips sort of flew past my ears and, you know, and I was able to sort of spin and rotate around on while... It's all like while, trans-directional, right? Yeah, like everything's yeah. kind of out of a normal plane yeah, of movement. Yeah, uh, um, you know, and I was able to perform all the zoo movements that were doing all the crawling movements and um, straight away Nate knew that he was on something there. So, uh, you yeah. know, over time and uh, lots of R and D and working with Dirk and um, you know a few of the other Our team, yeah, the anchor team. Um, you know, this has gone gone on for years, a couple of years now, where it's developed into this um, this harness now, where it's it's available for your everyday PT. It's yep. available for your everyday person that just wants to improve their their um, cardio fitness inside the gym. It's available for um, high level athletes, which is currently being used by... Um, Got it. Some of the UFC boys using it UFC now, I saw. Cain Velasquez. All Blacks. Yeah. All Blacks, you know, yeah. We've been able to get it into all these uh, uh, all these high-level sports, uh, you know, and but it comes down to the fact that um, it's, it's, it's a harness that we can um, use to uh, increase everything, everything from that, that, you want, that you want to improve with. And, um, yeah, well... What else is there to say about it other than the fact that it's it's a well, brutal it, form of training? It's um, really comfortable, like it's designed like a rib cage, so you've got no restriction of movement um, when you're using it. So yeah, you can adapt, like Luke you said, to any modality of training. Well, I know a lot of the boys that I know, like uh, like Paps Andrew Papadopoulos yep. and, and yep. Like Matt Murphy. I know they've all failed under it. Yep. Um, yeah. Paps runs his whole battle fit um, yep. using it and, and swears by it, and people yep. love it and get amazing results. Uh, mate of mine, Scotty Madden, um, down my way of body movement, he yep. swears by it and uses it. Yep. And once again, I see some guys there, like particularly footy players that have got good, like you know, um, aerobic capacity yep. that will get in the anchor harness and be like like squashed yeah. within minutes you yeah. know so and, and it doesn't take much room it's it's a great resource no, as far a, as space goes it's it easy is. to use yeah it's and a it's a it fits inside a we've got a little backpack that it comes with you know it comes and you can use it with a partner or without right you like you can yeah. chain yourself to a wall and use it or yeah. you in can a team a, environment yep um yeah. the actual harness itself weighs 2.7 kilos yep. um you know and the amount of damage that a harness that weighs 2.7 kilos to they can do to one person. Yeah, it's amazing. It's, it's pretty hard to find that inside a gym, the you know, 2.7 kilo weight. And are you to, boys, I know you boys are at a, at a you know, sort of upper echelon as far as uh, your your abilities go now with Zoo and Ankle, but are, are you guys finding yourselves, and I, just, I ask you this as um, users of the system, not ambassadors of the brand, yep. 
Are you still are you finding you've hit plateaus, or are you finding that you're still able to progress as athletes and get stronger and fitter and 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 better, still with like limited to no equipment? Oh yeah, not at all. Like I I still to this day um, am still progressing through through everything that I'm doing, um, and whether I, I integrate it into using weights or other other uh, fitness modalities, or whether I just use anchor by itself. Every day for me is whenever I clip that thing on me. It's it's I still get butterflies mm-hmm. every, every single day. It's not the fact that I've done. I did the exact same drill yesterday. I'm going to do it today. I know what's going to happen. Yeah. It to me, I'm still progressing through this movement. And you know, it's over time. It's it's never going to be something where I'll just go. Oh, I've done that before. Yeah. You know, I've done that before. Yeah. I'll I'll always put it on and know that when I clip it up. I'm just going to get this nervous anticipation. I know what Every I'm about time. to go through, and it, it, it constantly drives me. It constantly you can feel it even thinking it. about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. And you can constantly change the terrain too, I guess. If things start to get a bit easier, you can you know, apply it to a oh, hill. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. You know? So yeah. there's always ways of making it, uh, making it more difficult. Yeah. Hey, um, tell me, uh, I, I see massive um, capability for these these systems, both of them really for the average PT. And this is going to be um, business, Shannon, not health, Shannon speaking yep. for a moment. A lot of people out there sort of competing in that same realm, right, in the PT world. I've yep. uh, got the, the best of intentions, uh, not really able to um, break the market the way they'd like to, yep. um, particularly those out there doing like small group stuff, you know, in local parks, um, in, in my local area, there's, you know, 30 of them yep. all trying to um, sort of... Um, forge forward you know with you know running their businesses and and i guess giving their their clientele an extremely valuable outcome um where where can people particularly pts listening get access to becoming a zoo trainer or 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 utilizing the anchor systems yep so um uh we're doing it all on social media so um we're advertising everything on social media but you'll you'll get it on both of our websites yep so it's um www.com um, the zoo, so t h e z u u dot com dot au, and then www.ancoranko.com. And uh, we, we have all of our courses um, advertised on there. Um, so our real push now is with affiliations with zoo and with education with both zoo and anchor. So these are um, the real push at the moment is throughout New Zealand and Australia where we're really going to start increasing the amount of courses that we're doing. Yeah. Um, and, these, and these courses are for um, like people who um, want to learn the system to use themselves or are these for people who want to learn the system to teach it to others? So uh, they're a real combination. Um, these, they're essentially trained for the personal trainer or the person who wants to run a boot camp or run, uh, become an affiliate of Zoo and run these out of their gym. Yeah, and uh, we've got a really supportive affiliate structure set up to support them, but it's not just for them. We're, we're, we've got, uh, I mean, your obstacle races, your your tough mother people, they're starting to come along and get involved in our weekend because it really is um, at the high end of pushing yourself through the weekend of uh, of resilience. It's all built around resilience and with a real sense of achievement at the end. And we're getting these people who are fitness addicts just coming along and just absolutely hammering themselves for the weekend. Yep. So um, uh, not just them. We're, I'm actually in talks with uh, some people in the forces in both New Zealand and Australia where we've had a lot of the people from the Navy in New Zealand who have come on our courses, experienced um, not only the energy the course brings, but... Uh, the change they can bring to the fitness industry of like rolling out and running a PT class with no equipment, yeah. you know, and uh, and really creating a real buzz. I mean, we've had a lot of the people on the courses who have actually broken down and had tears during the courses, and then um, then they've just changed their whole career to be doing zoo and anchor totally. Mm. So um, you can definitely move it to any style of training you want to do. So we were recently invited at Filex, the biggest um, fitness convention in Australia, by Alphavit, uh, to be on the CrossFit stand, to inside all of their events. We were put on the stage to show integrations between anyone's fitness style, whether it be CrossFit, back towards Zoo and Anchor, and how we can... We're not here to take away anyone other's training style, but we're here to add another element to it. Surely if they 
come to our certifications and, and enjoy it as much as we do, they can go away and become an affiliate and set that up yeah. in whatever location they choose. I'll tell you what, you make a very valid point there that uh, this isn't a pissing contest. You know, This isn't about um, you know, me versus you or any of that kind of stuff. I yep. think that the, the whole um, process of unification around this is something that our listeners are particularly need to be mindful of. But I just know for me, if I'm a PT, uh, and I am an entrepreneurial type, so I might be a bit different, but... I'm, people are always looking for that next thing, right? But yep, yep. The, the next thing either you know comes and fizzles or it comes and is a sustaining force. But the thing I like about it is that any time you can ov- obviously offer someone results but offer someone that culture and that experience, yep. Um, yep. they're going to come back, yes, right? Definitely. So it, 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 it's a very, very – it's a valuable uh, business resource, I believe, you know, for very little outlay in the in the grand scheme of things, particularly considering you then don't have to have box trailers that carry all your crap around yeah. the back to take to the park, yep. you know? Yep. Or you can Oh, just something that you've brought to my memory is that um, uh, there's someone who's uh, who's sort of, I mean, he's looking to be coming on as a zoo ambassador role. I know I've spoken to Nathan about it at length. There's um, a guy called um, Butterbean, uh, Dave Latelli in New Zealand. He's um, he's 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 doing like he's boxing. He was through Duco events. He's come down. He's similar story to Lukey. He's lost. I think it's like 99 kilos, like something unbelievable. But Gigi Kiwi's going to put the weight on Luke, aren't you? <laughs> We're good eaters. We're good eaters. <laughs> but he's running a, 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 um, a group called Butterbean Motivation in New Zealand now, which is gaining a lot of momentum. Um, it, it's getting a lot of push in the media. But the reason why I wanted to bring it up is that like the real philosophy of Zoo is that you know he's lost 99. He's constantly telling me stories of people losing 20 kilos, 30 kilos. These are a lot of uh, people from the, the Māori uh, communities or Islander communities, but not only them. So it's just, but they're drawn to it because it's this community feeling. Where, yeah, they're just coming for the hug. Yeah, yeah, they're coming in for the hug and they're feeling a part of it. When we go to New Zealand to run courses, we get 100 plus people turn up to a class at 6 o'clock in the morning where it's freezing cold and, you know, and a lot of Butterbean's uh, people he's got in his group can be up to 150 kilos. Mm. And, you know, his whole training is all zoo. And he's just, he's come, he come and jumped on the last course weekend just to do the whole course again, just because he's so in love with the, the philosophy at all and he wants to be portraying it as true as he can to his people and mm. his group. But, I mean, to see... Um, sometimes we hold these classes, Luke and myself and the other trainers, and there'll be 15 to 20 people walk in that are over 150 kilos. And they're, I mean, if you saw a normal gym environment, people are going to turn their heads at those, but our role as a leader is to straight over, hug, high five, awesome to see you here. Um, and then, then you get that role in the group of the sub-coaches we spoke about before. Luke will be running the class. My role as his sub-coach under him, or whatever role we're in, is to get around to all of those people in the group. And sure, it can be the most intense hit training you've ever seen in your life, but it can. in the same session, we can have myself at the one-on-one training session, working with someone, straight back to their story, Nath and Lukey's share, is that I can be speaking to someone there going, don't worry about anyone else in the room, I just want you to concentrate on bear crawling the other end. Mm. Just one step at a time. So yeah, it's a really powerful thing, and it's um it's it's starting to surface in a lot of places, and it's hitting a lot of the communities, which is really cool. You know what? I'd like to finish on that, and I'd like to pay massive uh, homage and respect to uh, to Nathan, uh, to you guys as well, because I know that um, you know being um, the first people to walk a road that hasn't been walked before can be a difficult one. You know, certainly plagued with criticism and the like. But you know, sure. using using something you guys told me yesterday over our coffee that came straight from Nathan, which is all sort of based upon his mindset that life is hard and so should training be. Yep. You guys told me yesterday that one of his little things is that your rewards lay hidden within the shadows of the darkness. Yes, absolutely. And, and I think that um, there's a lot to be said for any system. Now, I'll take, take exercise away from it, but any system in, in which can offer someone um, not just a valuable opportunity as far as their physical health goes, but an opportunity 
as far as personal evolution goes. Yeah. That, yeah. that that unification for me is just like it, it, it's brilliant. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. clever. And and to you, Nathan, if you're listening, mate, I wish you the very best. Uh, I think that um, you guys are certainly on a really good road here. It's bringing fun back into exercise yeah. too, isn't it? Definitely. How many people go to the gym and just get fucking sick of walking at 5.5 <laughs> on the treadmill? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, totally. The average punter. Yeah, I was their person. I know yeah. there might be bodybuilders and stuff listening and, you know, that go, oh, mate, you know, there's, you know, there's lots of structure and other things other than zoo. And I get that and I fully accept that. But for the average person, and I'm talking 95% of everyone else who's not a bodybuilder mm. uh, or not doing CrossFit, that it, it's just a place where the, it's pleasant, you know, it's inviting, it's yep. invigorating, it's fun. It's challenging, yes. you know, because that's part of the process. But the application to your life, guys, is so so much more significant what you take from it. And I yep. think you guys are, are real, um, uh, really good subjects that yeah. have helped to portray that. So thanks for uh, being on the show yeah, today, no boys. Um, awesome. I just Thank want to finish just one last thing. Uh, no, one no, of we, we don't want to <laughs> We're finished. <laughs> time. Yeah, time extension, yeah. Uh, one of the things that... um. Just, just off the back of uh, the rewards that lay hidden in your shadows, one thing that Nath um, highly speaks of as well, and it's something that has come from Zoo. And if you ever are with us for an amount of time to do Zoo with us and, and yep. train with us, you'll actually find your purpose of why you're here. And um, it, for me, um, I found my purpose, um, and my reward was actually giving my life back. He gave me my life back. So to me, it, it, it's it's not just about training it's not just about fitness it's not just about jumping around like animals you know I, I i deliver these classes with the utmost respect to nathan you know i deliver it as if i was the first time that i've done zoo before and yeah and it's how i like to deliver my sessions and it's how i like to portray zoo so um you know for me my purpose is to is to, to to deliver and pass on the tools and the knowledge that I that I've um, that I've learnt from Nathan. Um, yeah. And I'd like to acknowledge in that loop that I could tell yesterday, as a person that's been in and around the exercise world for a very long time, and, and obviously someone who's interested in people and people's progression, I could feel that care. Yep. You know. So if that was any indication of what people can expect from a, a zoo session, if that's the kind of person that commands a zoo class, yep. uh, I think that everyone should listen to it. So. Uh, not listen to it, go and do go, it. Go, Don't yeah. listen to it. Yeah. Listen Get to it, it now. <laughs> but uh, thanks, boys, so much. Um, for anyone else that's out there listening, um, really, guys, Zoo is an awesome protocol. I hope to see it everywhere in time. Um, so many people getting excited about it. So many people I know who are hard trainers who are enjoying it. And, and I'm talking people that have trained hard for a long time that don't break easy, who are uh, actually taking this on uh, very seriously as, as a training tool uh, at their elite levels. But um, I certainly saw people in there yesterday that weren't at that elite level who were having um, just such fun and such a, a great um, interaction with the guys there. Um, I wish you all an amazing day wherever you are. If you're in the car, uh, have a great day. If you're having lunch, great, good for you. That's something I, I love to see people do. <laughs> Two people forget that's how to do it. Found it. Yeah, that's right. Don't do what Luke does. But uh, you know what? If you if you're in that sandwich shop and you find that zoo yeah. card, make the call, guys. But uh, yeah, all right. Thanks, guys. And we'll see you next Thanks, time Adam. on Caravan Conversations. Thank you very much, Ian. Thank you for listening to this episode of Caravan Conversations, proudly produced by PSE Supplements. To see more about the podcast, including notes from the episode, please visit caravanconversations.com.